Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello, friends. I want to talk this week about the reality that the end of the year is crunching down upon us and all of the feelings that we have about that. So I know talking amongst my friends and even just being in my own brain space, this is the time of year where I'm kind of assessing how much did I accomplish my goals? How far have I gotten? Do I feel like I've really measured up well? Do I feel like I've completely missed the mark? Often what comes to mind is all the things that are lacking and how many things I wish I had done more of or I had just done better. And then there's the looking ahead going, there's three months left. How much can I reasonably get done in that amount of time? And it's so interesting because I think the phrase that comes into my mind is, and turn this thing around, (laughs) which is so crazy because it's completely dismissive of all of the amazing things that I have managed to do and the things that I have accomplished And the things that I've accomplished that weren't even what I set out to do, but that were great gains regardless or new ideas that came up that I hadn't necessarily planned on. So I think a thing that happens to us this time of year is that we're thinking about how much can we cram into these last three months and change the trajectory of where we think we're headed so that we feel like we're succeeding more than we feel like we currently are succeeding. And there's a lot of people out there that want to tell you that you can turn it all around and just accomplish all of your dreams in, you know, 14 weeks, 13 weeks time. And if you really put your mind to it, you can do everything that you had on your list, even though you only have these weeks. And it's damaging and it's hurtful and it's not even true. I don't think it's coming from a place of fantasy to think that in a mere three months, you can change the course. I mean, you can change the course of your entire year, but you can't necessarily rewrite the entire thing and make it as though you had more time to put in than you do, that circumstances don't exist, that do exist. And I think it's a lot more beneficial to us to look at what the next three months can provide and to really look back as well with gratitude and with a lens of looking at what has managed to accomplish. Something that I just did recently was look back on the last three weeks just to give myself an idea of like, what have I actually managed to do? Am I a changed person and am I different from who I was three weeks ago? And instinctually, I wanted to say, no, of course not. I'm still me. Nothing changed. But then if I look at how many actual things in my life were different, it was substantial. I went, oh, okay. In the last three weeks, I've managed to like get someone online to help with roof repairs I've managed to get my kid into school like she's gone to school for three whole weeks. I've gotten, my husband got a new car. Like there's all kinds of things. I've managed to clean the basement and get everything organized. I've managed to like sign new clients. And while my kid was at school, it completely changed my whole schedule around, get more sleep, schedule, just all kinds of things. Read some books, clean my office. The snake had another shed. I had to take care of him. Just all kinds of things. There was doctor's appointments, dentist appointments. Stuff happened. Lots of stuff happened. 
in three weeks. And it was very easy for me to just write it off or not even really acknowledge that it counted as events or things that took up my time because we're so quick to just go, well, that already happened. So now it's done. And the only thing that matters is what's coming next. So I'm asking you to consider how often are you living in the future and thinking about what's coming next? And how often are you just present with what you are doing and what you have done and not necessarily lingering in the past, but being able to look at the wholeness of your experience and appreciate that it's happening and that you are in fact living a rich and full life. So if I look at even three weeks, but if I expand that out and look at like nine months, this whole year so far, I can go, well, what really has been going on? What's the flavor of the year been? A lot of it for me this year has been health focused and just getting my body on board and dealing with aging and all that kind of stuff. A lot of it has been house related. I mean, in the last three weeks, I gardened like crazy. I fixed drainage problems. I got the lawn just taken care of. I mean, just things that I normally don't do, but I put time into and got accomplished in addition to just my normal everyday living and my business goals and my parenting goals, all of the things. So if you look at the categories of your life broadly and go, what's been the flavor of all of these things, you can look back and go, well, maybe where was I back in January? What was I hoping that would happen this year? And have I been living in a way that's conducive to that? And if I haven't, maybe I can't change all of that in just three months. But what step could I take that gets me closer to being how I want or showing up the way that I wish I was in those areas? And it's a kinder question to ask than how can I just gruelingly (laughs) slog out whatever it is that I think I need to change about myself in order to appreciate myself more, which is also what I think so many of these goals boil down to is that we think if we accomplish something that we'll appreciate ourselves more than we currently do, and that somehow we'll be more worthy of our own love and praise. And that's hurtful when I put it that bluntly, but I think there's some truth to that and that we frequently decide that we'll be more worthy of our own caring and our own love and appreciation if we do or show up or do something. And I want to offer What would it be like if we showed up loving and caring of ourselves just as we are today and as we always have been? And what are we then capable of doing in return for that? And that's a very different feeling. It's like reversing the contract, (laughs) reversing the way that we normally reward ourselves. We think we're going to reward ourselves with love and appreciation for doing something, But I actually am starting to suspect more and more that when we love and appreciate ourselves, we reward ourselves by being able to do more. And that's the reward. We just, we kind of get it backwards because they are kind of linked and we associate them together. What kind of gentle movement can you put yourself into? Like what kind of building kind of behavior or thought or feeling or even relaxation to give yourself the most positive experience in these next three months. I don't know many people asking each other what they could do to just have a more positive experience on a day-to-day basis. (laughs) I think I'm often asked, you know, what are you doing? How are things going? And those questions I usually take to mean, what have you accomplished? How hard are you working And then what are you going to do to reward yourself for that? Like, are you going on a vacation like you had to earn it? 
And if you are, what are you going to do while you're on vacation? Like everything is about doing. I don't even ask myself often enough, how am I being or what would I like to experience a little bit more? So I'm getting more into the habit or I want to get more into the habit of asking myself, like, what kind of experience would I like this to be? I personally would love my next three months to be quietly peaceful. (laughs) Quietly peaceful sounds really amazing. I would like them to be full of a richness of learning because I always love learning things and reading and just absorbing knowledge. But I would like it to be in a very rich and quiet pace. The kind where like you're on a really comfortable couch and you have some warm soup or tea or something near you and you're reading something that you really love and there's no pressure to do it very quickly. You're like, you're doing it because there's time to, because maybe it's rainy outside or it's cold. There's a blanket. It just feels nice. I want the pace of my friendship connections to be similar where it's people gathering to be with each other quietly, not needing to do a whole lot, just enjoying each other's company, maybe watching a movie, maybe going for a walk, but not needing to prove anything. Maybe that's what my desire is for the end of the year is to stop constantly pushing and trying to prove, but instead to have permission to relax into appreciating what I actually already am and that I already do accomplish a great deal and that things are happening. So this is another time of year where I look back and go, okay, have you met your business goals? Like what what did you set out and want to accomplish and have you done that? And I can look at it and go, okay, I seem to be on pace with what I was doing last year, which is great. Did I want to do more than that? I did. Why am I not? That's the immediate next question is, why am I not? (laughs) What can I do to turn that around? And asking that kind of question, it has two sides to it. There's the part that's empowering that says I have control and I can change and I can choose to do things that can change what's happening here. But there's the other side that says, what you've done isn't enough and makes you feel kind of bad. So I'm trying to ride that fine line and go, is what I'm doing good enough? Am I appreciating it? Could I allow myself to receive more of it? And I like that question more. And I will let you know how this experiment plays out because I haven't played with it enough to know if I could change my mind and my attitude enough to say, could I just receive more and make space for that? versus pushing myself to do and try and outthink and outmaneuver whatever results I'm getting. I think it's going to be a worthy experiment. And I do trust that regardless of how hard I'm pushing, I know that I can do what I've already done, if that makes sense. Like if you've proven to yourself that you can ride a bike, you're pretty confident you can ride a bike. That's how I feel about a lot of things in my current experiences. I know how to do it. I'm pretty sure that I don't have to think too hard about replicating it. Do I want to push really hard to try to get better at it? Or do I want to open myself up to getting better at it without making it into a horrific marathon punishment fast where I keep trying to figure out what I'm doing wrong? What if I can instead focus on what I'm doing right and create more space for that? So it seems like I need to unlearn some stuff. Because even as I'm talking to you, I'm realizing how much of my planning and strategy is often around 
not doing something that I didn't have success with rather than repeating something that I have had success with. And that's really interesting. And I don't know where I picked that up. I suspect that it's kind of cultural (laughs) and that we're taught to correct and change and correct and change. And I don't know how often I've been told to embrace and magnify. And I wonder what that would be like. What an interesting question. So if I asked you that question, like what in your life are you doing well in any or every area of your experience? And what could you take that you really enjoy the results that you're getting already and embrace and magnify that? And how different would our next three months be if we chose to focus on that? instead of focusing on what we could just race to the finish line and try to scrape together and accomplish and do. I don't want to feel in a rush this year. And I don't want to feel like no matter how hard I work, it's not quite as hard as everyone else and I just won't get there. I would love to feel the expansiveness of thinking like what I do is awesome and I'm going to embrace and magnify that and make it even better. I can only imagine what could it be accomplished then. Mm-hmm. Friends, let us look at these next 13 or 14 weeks of the year as an opportunity to love ourselves, not to try and become someone who we aren't, but to really appreciate who we already are, to love ourselves for what's managed to happen despite all of the hardships that have happened. Because let me tell you, stuff comes up, unplanned things come up constantly. And I'm learning more and more every year that it just keeps happening. There is not a month of my life in which some unexpected, unforeseen event doesn't just rear its ugly head and make me have to replan what I thought I had planned. And I'm realizing that this is how it is for all of us. That's what it means to be alive. And you can't outplan life. Not really. I mean, if you're really lucky, I guess you guess correctly every single time, but it just seems like it's just guessing and it's tough. We like to think that if we plan really hard, we can outpace all of these complications that happen, but complications happen. So what if we just accept that and recognize that we show up as best we can in those moments and we adjust our plans and we adjust what needs to get done? I think that's a lot, so much of what derails us from having accomplished already the things that we thought we were going to do by this time of the year. And if we look at it through that lens too, there's a lot of compassion to be had for like, oh, well, of course, in a perfect world with all of the time and all of the resources and everything that you thought were possible, sure, you could do that. But guess what? It didn't happen like that. (laughs) All of the resources weren't available. Some stuff came up that stole some of your resources or stole some of your time or just redirected it. Some emergency came up that was just important to fix that helped the rest of your life function well. I think we really need to appreciate ourselves for how much we've managed to just keep our shit together over an entire nine months through all of the craziness of this past year. And that it's cool that we still have three months left of this calendar year to just kind of ride it out. Oh my gosh, this isn't really about like losing your ambitions either. I don't want it to come across as like, just give up any idea of self-improvement because that's not really how I live either. I always want to keep improving and pushing forward for a better version of myself and to learn something new and to accomplish something great. But I also think that it's okay to go at the pace 
that is natural, that it doesn't need to be a competition with every other human being in the world, and that what I have to offer is enough. And I want you to really hear this, that what you have to offer is enough. What you are able to show up and give to life is more than enough. And you are allowed to enjoy your life. And I've needed to hear that a lot lately. Like it is okay to enjoy your life. It's okay to have fun. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to enjoy what you do. It's okay to not make it into a competition constantly. And it's okay for it to do well. And it's okay for it not to do well. All of these things, it's part of life. And we're in the midst of an experience always. If all of that is true, can we just like who we are and enjoy how we show up? And if we're not enjoying it, how can we do that more? Embrace and magnify, my friends. That's what I think would be so delightful for the next three months. Friends, I hope that you are feeling positive about the coming few months, the holidays, the cooler weather in the Northern Hemisphere, the warmer weather in the Southern Hemisphere, just a shift, a change in the seasons and a shift in how we approach things. I'm sure we're all ready for it a little bit. And yeah, I'm looking forward to catching up with you next week. Have a wonderful one and I'll see you then. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love and I'll see you next time.